Farewell, babies. Uh, Ray, thank you for the uh, Cheers, for the birthday, uh, birthday wishes. I already gave you mine. Yeah, no, Bill gave me the you, one. You only word. get one. You only one, get one. one. <laughs> birth. Every three years, you complete the you know happy birth birth day. So tomorrow, I gave next you year, congratulations the other day. That was good enough. I'll look forward to the day. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get this. Let's get the show started. The Civil Mind Sports Show, where we talk New England sports and the uh, the latest and the greatest going on. Lot of Celtics today, uh, for sure. This is Wednesday, uh, about a half an hour before the game kicks off. We'll see if if any of you sleepy bitches are awake after the game. Maybe we'll do an instant reaction. Uh, Bill, I assume you won't be. So, Mitt Ray, just let me know. Uh... <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> It'll probably just be me, and I will probably say fuck it. So we'll see. Uh, how many week. times have you and me been up to like midnight chatting while Ray's a sleeping beauty over there? Please, that's true. In his undies. Uh, but a couple other things to get to. We'll do Red Sox and Bruins as well. Let's just do some opening takes to start. Um, I'll actually, Ray. Why don't you go ahead with some serious hate? I'm assuming. Go ahead. Uh, thank you, Richard. Uh, my opening take: Fuck Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I really thought you were going to have more than that. And how dare you steal my take that's been ongoing for three years? Uh, how that's dare all, you get that's on all my I guy like say. that? <laughs> on my birthday, none, nonetheless, to pull that out from under me was I, – I, I audibly gasped when I saw that on the on the text chain. But if I'm nothing how, how else – How dare you I get am... on my guy like that? When Ramadan, he's fasting. He's been a better player. <laughs> fucking own the Celtics in the fourth quarter. And you sit here and tell him to go fuck himself. I don't like that, Ray. Team Kyrie, baby. On Rich's birthday. How dare you? How dare happy you? Bur- happy birthday, Rich. You know what? I might as well complete the uh, opening take here. Fuck Kyrie Irving. This guy <laughs> is the worst, worst human that plays professional sports. For anybody to have this guy's back at all is just absurd at this point. It's ludicrous. The way that he acted in that game was so, like, surprisingly superstar juvenile like what a fucking idiot not just a dickhead not just a jerk not just an asshole not just a cunt like what a moron you're just he's so fucking pea-brained i hate him i've hated him for such a long time he makes my blood boil and uh, i'm so happy the celtics beat him in in excruciating fashion which they might not have deserved to do we'll get uh, to more on that uh in the show uh bill do you have any other real takes yeah, I'm going to switch it to baseball here. I think, you know, I think you have a Garrett Whit- Whitlock problem. And I'm going to kind of explain right now. I mean, he's on pace for 175 innings as not a starter. You saw him come pitch uh, game one Tuesday night against the Blue Jays, came in one, two, three, ninth inning for the save after he pitched Sunday, what, two, three innings to finish, I believe. So, I mean, he's averaged over two and a third innings pretty much every appearance except for last night or Tuesday night, I should say in that first series, you need to figure out his role. I want his role defined. You know, I, I, are you going to make him a reliever? Are you going to make him kind of piggyback off Rich Hill piggyback off Michael Walker? What are you going to do? Are you going to make him a closer? Are you going to make him a starter? Right. I mean, you, you heard Alice Cora come out and say, you know, we, we played this like a playoff game. I wanted to win. So I, you know, I brought him up. I don't want to see that right now. I think he's too important to this team. You need to define his role because I don't want to see this kid get burnt out. I mean, he's honestly outside of maybe Nathan Navaldi, he's your best pitcher on the roster currently. Oh, and he's your best pitcher. He, I mean, he's he's a weapon, and I understand like like in the Andrew Miller mold, but like it's not the time to deploy him like that. Game eleven, he has the I think he's number two in innings on the team right now, which as a reliever you don't want to see this early in the season. So. Figure it out. Figure out his role and stick to his role. I want well, to has what four we need to or see. five appearances, and Evaldi has two as your number one starter. So that there you go, there you go, right there. Um, okay, he's we'll also, be doing that. He's also three and one of those appearances. Yeah, he's a stud. He's an absolute stud. He's an absolute stud. But you need to figure out his role. Okay, we'll talk more about that. We'll do uh, some late, late, late Celtics game one reactions. This is Friday. The game was a fucking week ago, and there's been game two since then. So we'll kind of go through that a little bit, uh, a little bit more Kyrie bashing. Uh, we'll do some Celtics game two, and then we'll leave an editable pause for when Bill and I talk about the Celtics and uh, Ray sleeping 
Uh, well, we'll fuck you. I'll be awake. You okay. Dink. Uh, a little bit of Red Sox, a little bit of Bruins uh, update as well. And uh, the simplest minds of the week. All that on Friday's Rewinds, April, almost said September, April uh, 22nd. Welcome to the show. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs> I'm out. Bye. I, t- I had a pretty good buzz going before we got on here, and then my my kid got uh, sick, and it was a little bit scary for a second, and I lost my buzz. Back. It's back. It's back. If you're looking for a good buzz and no scary daughter shit, go down to White Birch Brewing, uh, the mm-hmm. best craft brewing in New Hampshire. What you got there, Ray? Uh, something a little more interesting. A little Ooh, super, that's one uh, of your faves. Double, there, no, this is the double IPA. I'm not time traveling tonight. Okay. This yeah, is, yeah, that's uh, the... Something a lot more interesting. Something a lot more interesting is the triple. This is just a double, nice smooth seven percenter. There you go. Uh, you can get that uh, down at the brewery along with everything else. Get yourself a flight of pint, the Doctor Vittles flight of pints. Uh, head on down to uh, the best craft brewing in New Hampshire, Nashua, New Hampshire. Ray, address please. Four sixty Amherst Street. The good side of Amherst Street. Head on down uh, to the brewery. Get yourself a flight, the pint, like I just mentioned. <laughs> Going to be a long show. Uh, if you can't get there, then uh, get to your local beer store. Ray, you get it. Tell them these simple minds, boys sent you all right uh some quick game one uh takeaways let me list mine that i gave you here in the email bill if you want to read that and uh get your reaction i thought the defense right off the bat first quarter the defense on durant was very noticeable they had three strips basically right off the bat he had seven turnovers and all um obviously finished nine for 24 clearly they were focused on um bodying him up and making life hell for durant and it worked horford was maybe an unsung key to this game played 41 minutes, 20 points, 15 boards, uh, two assists. They're going to crush this team on the boards all night long. He needs to be, uh, continue to be that good, uh, through the series. Marcus smart had a really good game. Kudos uh, defensive player of the year. Congratulations there. Marcus, uh, to- totally deserving, uh, shot. Well, which was good. 20 points, uh, seven rebounds, six assists. That's got to keep up if he's going to shoot as much as he did because he shot a lot. Uh, Tatum and Brown were offensively what they have been all season for the or this back half of the season. Tatum started with heavy distribution at eight assists and all, and both of them hit some really big threes late. Tatum's came at the end of the third um, to finish off a nice run, and then Brown, a big one in the fourth quarter on the on the comeback. Your uh, your thoughts on some of those takeaways before we get into the game winning sequence and uh, the whole Kyrie stuff, Bill? Go ahead. No, I think that's the way you're going to beat beat the Nets right now. Is you got to body up Kevin Durant. I mean, he's you know, Rich. You and I talked about it last week. He can score at will, right? I mean, I think your defense on him was perfect all game. You flustered him. You know, you double. You were running double teams at him, and he couldn't get in his rhythm. I think he's the guy you need to keep out of your rhythm the most. You saw what Kyrie can do when you, you know. I I think you focus more on Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, in my opinion, is the best player in the world when he wants to be right. And I think if you can fluster him and make him angry and and, and frustrated, that's the perfect defense you need to play to beat the Nets. I, I I think you're they're they're a better team in my opinion. I think you know you have the star, star power on them. But it's still at the same time, you know, fluster Durant as, as much as you can. That's the only way you're going to beat this team. As far as Marcus Smart, you know, defensive player of the year, eh, you know, I think it was an overhyped award. You had a lot of Boston guys, a little bit of the national guys. I, I don't really put a lot of stock into it. I mean, he is an all pro, all NBA defender, but, you know, so is Ben, ben Simmons. You know, what does that say? So, I mean, it is what it is. I think it ups his trade value in the offseason. He's on a very favorable $21, $22 million contract that we were kind of like, oh, why'd you do it? But again, defensive player year puts a little stamp on what you can do in the offseason as far as, you know, I'm moving him for a superstar, you know, but we'll see. But I mean, that it just ups his trade value. Right. Your takeaways in game one off some of the stuff I mentioned or something I missed. The Marcus Smart, the last possession we had. How much did we all think he was going to shoot that three-pointer? That extra pass was what won that game and the unselfish. I think he's finally realizing this isn't his team. It's Tatum's team. So I think that extra pass was like, here you go, Tatum. I know you're going to go win the game. Instead of him playing hero ball, he played smart basketball, and that's how we won that game right there. It was that one extra pass to Tatum for that layup, and I loved it. Tatum who disappeared in the fourth, but, you know. 
Yeah. So it's uh, going off your point on the Durant stuff, Bill, real quick. I do the same thing and I double down on making Kyrie Irving score 39 points every game this series. Yeah. That's let him beat you. Let Kyrie mm-hmm. drop 50 points and let him beat you as long. If you can shut you down can Kevin KD, Durant, KD oh, yeah. you could, I, the X factor. And I've been saying it, Ben Simmons is rumored. If he gets cleared, it's basically up to him. So there's 50, 50, you know, Rich, you've mentioned he's suing Philly right for 19 million. So there's a little question marks that this is kind of a fake back injury. He did get a couple epidurals, but game three looks likely game four. I mean, that's a little bit of an X factor. You need to get up. You need to beat beat this Brooklyn Nets team right now, because just adding that extra piece, whatever it is off the bench, I know he hasn't played, but it's still, it's a lockdown guy. You saw Jason Tatum disappear in the fourth quarter. He had 27 points center in the fourth quarter, looked on fire, four points, including one layup to win the game that I could have made. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was surprised he actually made it. They've blown a lot of those layups in their in their uh, short career here. On the um, yeah, the the Tatum disappearing in the fourth, the Celtics giving up a twelve point lead in the fourth quarter. Look, if you go back, 15. it they had a fifteen, and by the time it was the fourth, it was a twelve point lead. But yeah, it was a fifteen point lead overall. They lost. If you go back and look, that Nets defense didn't clamp down. Jalen Brown had. Three point blank layups missed. Horford had a point blank layup missed. They lost their shit. Like they have time and time and time again, they lost their shit for eight minutes in that fourth quarter and allowed them to get back into it and went down by five. Now, to their credit, and to your point, Ray, getting into that last sequence of the game, they got it back. All right, so they moved the ball. They got back into their offense, which created that wide open three for Jalen Brown. That was huge. They got a stop at the other end. It came down. That actually, the stop at the other end was Kevin Durant shooting a wide open three, which is a which is he bricked it somehow. They came I down. Believe he, I could not believe he missed I that. I thought he was going to make that. Yeah, out that was timeout, it. That was a dagger. You, you yeah, made that, that was with we forty eight, we whatever losing. many seconds out of the timeout. They came down. Jalen Brown got the uh, um, um, two for one layup, which was wide open. Like he just took Bruce Brown to school. Kyrie hit the three. And then he got the whatever it was. Then the final sequence, Ray, I agree with you, Marcus Smart, great pass. But I thought that was a whole, I thought that was a whole microcosm of how this team has just evolved since the uh, less oh, than I 500 agree. Team I was in, just, I was just giving the Christmas. kudos to Marcus Smart on that because yeah, because I think their evolution. Last taking, year he, last year he's shooting that. This year he actually made the extra. Yeah, pass you know why? You know why he passed? One, he saw two guys coming, and two, he saw Kevin Durant standing at the free throw line doing absolutely nothing as Jason no, Kyrie Irving watch Jason Tatum blow right by him for the game winning for the open pass and game, which was a terrible pass by the way, because he had to spin around and get it either way. It was still, yeah, it's good to see him not shoot that. But I mean, if Kevin Durant's not standing there fucking counting the, the fans in the stands, yeah, then, Kevin Durant was then, left footed on that. Right. I mean, look at the replay smart shooting that ball. If Kevin Durant doesn't make a boneheaded play and let t- you saw, I Tatum just think, fly. look like the whole play, you got the stop, you locked down on Kyrie. You f- Tatum with great individual defense on Durant forced him into a bad uh, three, and then you get 11 seconds. I mean, doesn't call the no timeout, time which is pretty normal in the NBA off a miss in that situation. Really, yeah, if they made it, they usually call timeouts, so they don't get the set defense. But the whole play was less about Marcus Smart in the moment making a decision not to be selfish or Jalen Brown. It was just they all fell into move the ball side to side, unselfish basketball, give up a good shot for a great shot. And when you're working in less than five seconds, you don't, I don't know if that smart has time to think I'm not going to be selfish here. I'm going to pass to find J- Jalen Br- Jason Tatum. Like, I don't even know if he knew it was Jason Tatum cutting to the rim. It was that fast. He just saw a guy cutting and threw him the ball. And that's, I thought was just a um, showed what the team has become since what they were. Now, that being said, don't give up a 15 point fucking lead in, in the fourth quarter. Just don't go, don't go scoreless for eight minutes in the fourth quarter. So they got to tighten that up. It's, it's been, it's going to be their Achilles heel. This, this playoffs, if they can't figure out how to win in process here in the playoffs and, and, and put their foot on people's necks in the fourth quarter, then I don't know. I don't even know if they get out of this series. Um, oh, there's my last point. Did the, was it just me or did the refs suck? Oh, they're mm-hmm. terrible. They're terrible, terrible. Right. Yeah, a lot of whistle calls. A lot of whistle, lot of whistle calls. A lot of non-whistle calls. I was okay with the non-whistle call on Jalen Brown. Excuse me. There was a lot of uproar in that, but I didn't. I didn't seem to care. Uh, boo-hoo! You got a bloody nose. Quit being a bitch. <laughs> uh, I look. Uh, yeah, on that play, 
the only problem was they were calling shit the whole game. Kyrie Irving clearly felt Jalen Brown coming around and stuck his arm out. So, like, that's a foul. Well, uh, a lot I, of flopping on the Nets as well. They flopped a lot in that game. Yeah, it, I'm sure the Celtics did too. I just thought that there, there was too many fouls. Like, everybody had four fouls. Everyone was in the bonus. Andre Drummond was out of the game in the first quarter. Like, it was just too, too – they were whistle happy. But the Nets uh, had two – what, three starters with two fouls, like five minutes into the game? I don't, all I their don't starters like had at least four. All the Celtics starters had four except Kyrie had five. Yeah. No, he didn't defend- have a set of balls. Let's get into Ky- Kyrie Irving. And uh, I tried to count them today. The incidents, it's got to be five or six that were caught uh, between the first middle finger, the double middle finger, the crying boohoo. There's one with him grabbing his nutsack under the. Uh, I don't hate him for any of this, by the way. Right off the bat, he stuck his hand in the camera. I noticed that live. I was like, look at this fucking dickhead. Like, they do this every single game. They get close-ups of the players in the opening line. He's got to put his fucking hand on the camera. What a stupid, sensitive little bitch fucking Kyrie is. Goes on to uh, just act like an absolute juvenile tool. The league finds them 50 grand, the max that they can have. Did you think it was going to be higher? Did you think they were going to try and get him for multiple incidents or... Did that seem right? I just realized when Bill said that's the max you can get that I was fucking wrong. Because I remember I during our group exchange, I said he was going to get fined a lot, but apparently that's the max fine. So, yeah, that's all he's going to get. It's no interaction with a fan. You're not hitting fans or anything like that. It is what it is. I mean, I, I think it's just his nature in a whole. I bet if it was just one incident, it probably wouldn't have been so like, here you go, in your face. Like, you know, it probably would have been in, you saw Yochik get what? night or who was it 30,000 30 he got 30 whatever he got 30,000 there was no real violence just not I it probably would have been on that level so they probably sucked my dick I actually the one I thought was funny was he was giving it back to the fans on the on the baseline before the inbound he's crying and all that and then he comes down hits a three so he's talking shit on the way back I like that I like the interaction with the fans who cares I mean I I don't I just hate him I just think he's a cunt in general but like that stuff it doesn't bother me like well, here's the problem. Stuff. Here's the problem with Kyrie. Here's always been the problem with Kyrie. He's full of shit. He's the most full of shit person I've ever heard speak in my entire life, including politicians. He goes out and does what he does on that court after their playing game, talking about being in a better place and fasting and Ramadan and we're all brothers and sisters. And then immediately, immediately, he's a crying little bitch, like juvenile little pussy it's on the hangry. court. And then he comes out in the press conference. And acts like it's not like he wasn't that. And and he they, someone tries to ask him a question about hostility. He's like, no, nah, there wasn't hostility, bro. It wasn't hostility, bro. Like, just own it. Own just, up to it. That's just tell that's my problem. You hate Boston. Tell him the fuck off. I'd respect him a lot more for that. Just be. And then, you know, he says, I, you know, people are going to talk to me about my name. I'm going to look him in the eye and see if they're about that. Normally they're not. It's like you fucking fraud. You <laughs> you literally flip people off behind your back. This fucking guy, this fucking guy, he, he just talking about my boy like that. He doesn't get it. He just doesn't get it at all. What do you think the bot? What do you think the garden's going to be like tonight? Or, uh, yeah, well, this is and the fucking Red Sox games this week have been fuck Kyrie chance marathon Monday. I'm watching this game here and fuck Kyrie. Fuck it. It's plain as day on fucking Nesson. You think it's not going to be like that in the garden? Oh, they're going to God, be I wish I had tickets nuts. to this. Are they going to say the cheap seats were 300 bucks? This place is going to be loud. People are going to be screaming at him. He thought game really one was bad. Game they, two is going to be way worse. I really hope they keep it in bounds. I really hope we don't see racial no shit. No bottle, no racials, no, no, no throwing, throwing shit like, at him. Because then it's just, just changes the narrative instantly and he wins. Like, just be cool. See, I told be, you the, they were be the typical you, you scumbag fans we are. Just no racist shit. Yeah. Give it, give it, give it to him. Let him know that he's know the line. we all hate him. Know the line to cross. Throwing shit at people. Fucking going racial, all that shit. Don't do it. It just puts a bad light on our city, and we don't want that shit. There's already too much of that bullshit going around. Keep it clean on that stuff. If you want to call his mother a cunt, more power to you. I don't <laughs> give a shit. That stuff's all in play. Racial shit, throwing stuff. What do you think would care. happen if if he's I up? I love for... how Bill's telling the line. Sorry, I love how yeah, Bill's yeah, telling. No, that's the Bill's, line. Bill said a couple Bostonians. lines today. One in the text chain that can't be repeated here. And, uh, <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> why not? And uh, you, you, you went over the line. Oh, the AIDS. Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, I said two pretty crazy things. I wanted to rape Kyrie like a little bitch. Oh, okay. So I wasn't sure which one, which one. You did. Well, the that other one plays, was, apparently. The other one was over the line. 
uh, look, I, I, w- I would like to know what if, you know, for all these people, Bill, who don't think it's a big deal for Kyrie to be flipping off the fans. What if he went up to the free throw line, free throw line and the entire fucking TD garden, would just flipping them off, just double burdens. I would fucking love it. Don't so you much. think, but don't you think there'd be repercussions on the Celtics and in, in Boston for that? Like no, that, everyone it, hates us that already. Swing both ways. No, you can't have to- 19,000 people flipping off a guy at the free throw lining. So tell them to suck their dick. You had 65,000 dick. Hold on. Suck you had 65,000 people in Philadelphia suck. throwing batteries and snowballs at fucking Santa Claus. Yeah, and, and you think we can a, handle a little fuck you to Kyrie? They Irvin? have an endless reputation of terrible, terrible people and fans. So do we. So who cares? We got to <laughs> yeah, own that cares? shit. We got to yeah, live it up to it. Fair We're enough. not beating the shit out of each other in stands. We're just heckling the shit out of you. Double bird, suck my dick. Suck my dick. <laughs> suck my dick. I wouldn't be surprised if you got it going. I don't know how security is going to shut shit down like that. Like, if <laughs> it's a mob, it. it's if a mob behavior, watch out. Cares. Watch out. Um, okay, uh, quick break, and then uh, a little bit of Celtics game two. We already did some of it, but uh, I got a couple things to bring up to you. Quick break. All right, uh, game two. How do you think Durant does respond? Do you think he comes out and just has a monster game, or do you think Celtics can keep him somewhat in check? Not nine for 24, but if he comes out and has 25 points and looks you know, kind of off, is that a win? Or do you think he's going to come out and go nuts? I think he's going to come out and go nuts. I mean, he knows the pressure's on him right now. I mean, you saw the defense. He needs to try to – if he can't adjust to it, then, I mean, maybe he's more of a – baby back bitch than we really thought. I mean, he, you, you just saw what's game one. I ain't going to change from this whole series. This is how you're going to beat him, right? So, I mean, you, it, do something. Do something. To if you don't come out and have a big game, you go down 0-2 coming back home. I mean, you got to start questioning their toughness. Kevin Durant's only one going to Golden State. That's a big problem, all right? So, never I been mean, the guy. You, you, were, never been you, the were, guy. you were up 3-1 on a 73-win team, and what did you do? You lost. You fucking lost, and then you tucked your tail between your legs and joined them, right? So, I mean, he has never had the, the chance to win on his own, right? So, I mean, you you got drafted in the best situation pro- probably anyone ever. You had James Harden coming off the bench. Serge Ibaka, you had all these guys on this team. And then what did you do? You fucking got your chance finally to pick your own guy to play with in Kyrie Irving, and now you can't do it. You can't fucking do it. And if you, if you go back down 0-2, Mm, Celtics yeah. just need to win one in in Brooklyn. I mean, you need to have a big performance because all eyes are on Kevin Durant. Raymond? No, I totally agree. I think uh, Bill said it best. I mean, Kyrie, uh, KD has never won on his own. He went to Golden State. That's the only time he's uh, actually won. You know, he always choked when he was playing in OKC. So, yeah, the lights are on him tonight. All the pressure's on KD. It's not Kyrie. Like, yeah, he sucks, but Katie's supposed to be one of the best basketball players in the world. It's your time to shine. It's the playoffs. So if you can shut him down two games in a row, uh, it's going to look very good for the green teamers around here. Do you think Kyrie comes back and gives it back to the fans just like game one, or do you think he quiets down? Mm. I think he quiets down. I think he's, I think he's been muffled and I think it's going to affect his play. 50 G's muffles anybody, baby. 50 G's muffles nothing. Oh shit. I forgot to bring that up. You know what his game checks are? $1.032 million. He paid 29 games. He got paid $30 million. 50 grand is nothing. And he gets the playoff bonus. You know, whatever they win, you get the playoff bonus. So that he can get find 50 grand every 350 grand to him. That I mean, that's not even half of a game check. It's not even half a game check. Unbelievable. Uh, What about the Celtics side of it? Raymond, can they stay focused? You're coming off of one of their best wins ever as a core. Uh, and that last second shot, Marcus Smart gets the defensive player award given to him by Gary Payton, one of his heroes. These guys How are right. fat did he get? Very hey, fat. Hey, and he was in like, hey, oh, hey, wow. He was in a beanie, I, so I looked, like a I was Sean like, John in, outfit or some shit. He was wearing you're in these baggy clothes and shit. you still yeah, look like, fat, dude. Fuck. You got a problem. He couldn't talk. I was like, how much does this award really mean to the NBA? This is the presentation. Anyway, uh, can the Celtics hold it together? What, do they, like, does there is an expectation where they come out flat or maybe just too hyped and kind of get down early in this game that that's kind of a gut feeling I have, or have they matured enough to come out and play it straight Raymond? Uh, 
momentum is a beautiful thing. And I think momentum's on our side, obviously, after that brilliant win game one. Yeah, we beat them on the buzzer, but that momentum's a huge thing for any sports player. If you have momentum on your side, if you have that going on, you have a, it, it just brings you to another level. So I think that's going to help us up to game two tonight. Uh, the Jays are playing great. Marcus Smart getting the defensive player award. You know, that's going to put him on another level, another pedestal. So hopefully he plays lockdown defense tonight. And yeah, I think it's going to be a good thing having this on our side. Bill. They're going to come out and fall flat on their faces. <laughs> okay, start. Okay. They're going to get, they're going to get down early. It's just, it just, it just screams typical Celtics. That's exactly what feels like it's going to happen. And you know, you might go about three minutes without scoring to start the game. Who knows? You okay. show it. You well, you playing Nostradamus right now? Yeah, he's probably you gonna... son of a bitch. God damn it, Bill! Fuck you! Don't do that. All right, come on. What, what a we're... cunt! I just look. I'm like, that's like way too specific right now. What are they down three? Nine, nine. nothing. It's nine oh, yeah. nothing. Oh great. Well, at least my gut was right. Um, okay, stay tuned for uh, your Celtics inter. No, when you said it, I was like, man, he's spot on right now. <laughs> oh, it's Bruce Brown has all the points. Special segment, special segment alert. Um, this is your quasi-instant reaction of the Celtics game two, quote-unquote, whoa, Queens, quote-unquote, big boy win. Uh, <laughs> Celtics take down the Nets 114-107, to 107, complete a 17-point comeback to take a 2-0 lead heading to Brooklyn. Raymond, your uh, initial reaction, or do you want me to run through I just sent the email, so if you haven't read it, then you didn't read fast enough. But you want me to run through <laughs> the takeaways, and uh, you yeah. can uh, jump yeah, in? Yeah, let's go through the takeaways, and we'll jump in. I'll piggyback okay. off you. Here's my, here's my takeaways that I had off the uh, Game 2 win. First of all, uh, quote-unquote Queens, big boy win. Uh, I think that is true for a couple of reasons. Number one, 2-2. Two, two. I basically called how this entire game is going to go. Nets came out, guns blazing. Mm-hmm. Running everywhere on defense. They had the energy. They were more physical. They punched the Celtics in the face, 9-0 run to start the game. Uh, and it was an uphill battle ever, you know, from there for the Celtics to come all the way back from that. But just a sluggish start from the uh from the Celtics overall. Offensively, they were trying to do the same thing they were doing in game one for almost three quarters, it felt like, maybe two and a half quarters. Um, but the Nets were clogging the lane. Every time Jason and Jalen went to the hoop, they had three guys in there, and Jason and Jalen tried beating it, and they couldn't. And it took them a while to figure that out offensively, so it just felt really sluggish, it felt like, um, on the offensive side of the game for the, for the Celtics. On the other side, the Nets' role players were on fire. I hate Gordon Drogic. God damn, that guy's just so good. Every time he comes in, he's just... He's a, he's a killer. And how no one else picked him up when he got released from, uh, where did he go? Well, he got bought tr- out and he basically had Toronto. of where yeah. he wanted to go. And he went to the Nets. Brooklyn. Surprise, yeah, surprise. Yeah. Here's the problem. So, yeah, you could see he was on fire. His second quarter, he had 18 points in the game. And I'm pretty sure they all came in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not true, but a lot of them did. Uh, and before him was Bruce Brown, scored the first, I think. Nine points. Was it the first nine? The whole yeah. that whole run was Bruce Brown. Um, obviously, the Celtics were kind of giving him uh, the opportunities to score, and he did. So kudos. But the tragic thing here's what pissed me off. I like Ime has done a terrific job with this team, but I had two gripes about this game. The first was that second quarter he was playing Daniel Tice and Al Horford against that small lineup for the Nets, and they were still getting out rebounded. By the way, the Celtics were, and Goran Dragic was was eating up that big man lineup, whether it was Tice, Grant Williams, or Al Horford, he was pulling the step back mid-range jumper on him all night, you know, that entire second quarter. That aggravated me a little bit that we didn't see Derek White. Like, what the fuck is Derek White here for? If he's not going to score and he's not in there to stop a guy like Goran Dragic, then what's the point of having Derek White? I think it was because he was sluggish in game one and game two, and that's why you saw a big uh, game out of Grant Williams and uh, P. Rabbit there, uh, Peyton Pritchard. I guess so, but I may loves Derek White, like loves him. I just thought that was the perfect time to to send him in there and be a defensive stopper on a guy that was killing you, killing you. And the Nets did that all night, by the way. Every time, I mean, you know, obviously. Can I stop you real quick? Go ahead. Maybe they they took him out because they didn't need the defensive stoppage. They needed an offensive flurry, and that's why they relied on Grant and Peyton. 
Well, but I'm talking about the second quarter and specifically Daniel Tice being in there trying to guard Goran Dragic as he just ate him up. Uh, Later in the game, they made those adjustments and obviously Peyton came in and had a huge fourth quarter and Grant Williams uh, kept him in the game in the second quarter on the other side of the ball uh, with his, what do you have? Two or three big three pointers. Three. Three And he was huge all night. He had a big offensive rebound late in the game off a missed free throw. I think it was a Jalen Brown missed free throw or Tatum. Put that back in. Uh, his defense on Durant was excellent. Um, you know, he just had a had a really really solid game. But specifically in that second quarter, the first quarter, um, he kept a minute offensively. The other guy, and this happened all night. It felt like Seth Curry on the Nets had 16 points with a couple three pointers. Every time the Celtics started to make a push, make a push, make a push, someone on the one of those guys, one of those three guys, buried a three. Dragic, uh, Bruce Brown, or Seth Curry. They did their part. They absolutely did their part. But where they lost this game, and I think Charles Barkley said it, and I agree with him, was at halftime, the Nets let a 17-point lead go, uh, and the Celtics brought it back to 10. And they could have buried them. I lose track of the sequences, but did did the refs miss that goal 10? Yes. That the Nets had. Was that in the second quarter? Yes. Right in the middle. Uh, yes, yes, I think it was so. right in the middle of the kind of the a Celtics had a run going right, and yeah. they had finally brought it back. You know, they were down double digits, and they brought it back to single digits, and then they missed the goaltend five point swing. Felt like the Celtics lost their composure. Had a couple stupid turnovers. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum started this game off terribly with their garbage turnovers handling the ball. By the way, and it felt like the Nets were going to take control. They brought it all over seventeen points. And then that final five minutes of, of uh, the, the first half, the Celtics brought it all the way back to 10. And it felt like if they didn't close that half, the Celtics were just about to run away with the thing. That's how yeah. deflated it felt from the Nets. Um, so that was my key sequences in the first half. Did I miss anything? No, uh, just Tatum, like you said, played lackluster <clears throat> basketball. That's two games in a row, though, that you can't rely on him in the first half. And this other team made stepped up and played big for him. So. I'll just say this about the Tatum stuff. He scored 19 points this game, nine of them in the fourth quarter. Jalen Brown, 10 points in the fourth quarter of his 22. We've been kind of asking for this from these guys all along. It's like you don't have to play hero ball, get other guys involved, hit your shots when you're open, and then when it comes time to needing you, step up. That's exactly what they did in this game. Mm -hmm. It's exactly what they did. They tried. You know, They had some bad turnovers handling the ball in the paint early in this game because the Nets defense decided that that's what they were going to stop. And they did, and they did a good job of it. And they played good team defense for once on Jason and Jalen, and they had to adapt. And I think Tatum's done a pretty good job of that. I mean, he's had 10 assists in two straight games. In the I was going to say that, I was going to say that, you know, his scoring is not there, but he is facilitating the ball around getting people open shots. And like you said, I think he had eight in the first game, 10 this game, right? You said, I thought he had 10 in both, but maybe it was eight the first game. Yeah. Either way, he is picking apart defenses with his distribution. And this was my second gripe on IMA this in this game. That lineup he sent out to start the second half or the yep. uh, first quarter, fourth quarter, I mean, that was laughable. I think it was Derek White, Marcus Smart, Daniel Tice, Grant Williams, and I want to say maybe Jalen Brown. It's probably Jalen Brown out there. Yeah. I know Jalen Brown's out there, but the rest of those stiffs, can't score, can't distribute, can't move the ball. The Celtics had brought it to whatever it was. They lost four points immediately, and immediately Tatum came back in. And it was just – I couldn't believe he started a fourth quarter of that magnitude with that fucking lineup. That was my second gripe with him. But That's a gripe, you say, but is that confidence for the other players? No, because they sucked. And immediately Tatum had to come back in. Tatum, to my greater point, Tatum is doing such a fantastic – fantastic job uh, running that offense basically in distributing and breaking down the defense and getting things moving. If he's not putting up 40 or 30, that's okay. Cause he's doing everything else and his assist numbers are up. And when you got a guy, Jalen Brown, who gets slept on and slept on and slept on specifically nationally comes out there and does what he does in the fourth quarter, two big threes, one off a great pass and drive from Tatum, another fuck you three after a drive on Kyrie where he, stink stink face the whole the whole garden and the whole nets team after that one uh and another driving layup 
I mean, he put the team on his back offensively in that fourth quarter, and that dude's that dude's just as much as an offensive superstar as Tatum is, and they're doing it on the highest level. I just thought it was a really – I thought it was a statement from the Celtics to get down by 17 in that magnitude against those players, Kyrie and Durant, and come back all the way, maintain their composure through the whole thing, and look like the more veteran squad that allowed themselves to work their way back into the game, chip away, chip away, chip away. And then once they got that lead on that Peyton Pritchard step back beauty, they never gave it up. And we should talk more about that Peyton Pritchard with that big shot. And he hit a a nice step back at the free throw line in one of their runs that they're about to slip away. 81, 88, I think it was Celtics were pushing. That's were coming back. It felt like the Celtics were letting it slip. Peyton came in and hit a big shot there too. So huge, Huge game for Peyton Pritchard coming back in. It's the whole bench, though. Like I said, Grant Williams, Peyton Pritchard, they all stepped up. They had the spotlight on them in that game, and they freaking went above and beyond what they needed to do. Uh, Peyton Pritchard, you know, they were talking about uh, basically he needs to be wide open. Yes, he's a great shooter, but he needs to be wide open. He got himself wide open on some of those shots. You know, he he made himself open, and that's what I like to see there. And Grant Williams was a beast down low. He Play great defense, I think, overall. Uh, offensively, 17 points. Great game from him. But this bench was the limelight for the Celtics. Yeah, and by bench, you mean two guys because they only played eight. And Derek White is part of that bench who's been basically a no-show. Even defensively, he's kind of sucked. But you're, but doesn't matter. If Grant Williams, if Peyton Pritchard's going to play that way, and he got the nod late in the fourth quarter playing some offense-defense and was a big part of uh, the Celtics closing that out, basically yeah. running – a three-man game at the top between Pritchard, Jalen, and Jason to get Jason the ball against Kyrie or a smaller player. Um, that's all Peyton Pritchard because he's, you know, if that's Derek White, they're not respecting his reins. They're not respecting mm-hmm. the spreader on the court. So no. kudos to him. Um, if he can keep that up, that's going to be a, a huge weapon for him. Switching gears to the net side, Kevin Durant. Let's make this clear for all of you national fucking pundits. Kevin Durant's not on a slump. Kevin Durant can go another three or four games shooting like this because it's not Kevin Durant necessarily. It's the Celtics. It's the Celtics and their defense and their tenacity making this guy uncomfortable and the uh, lack of coaching or adjustments from Steve Nash and that Nets team to get him open. He could, he could shoot like this for the rest of the, the series if the Celtics continue to play defense like this and the Nets continue to run the same sets for him. He could continue to suck. No, it's going to get worse because if we go up 3-0, 3-1 against Brooklyn, you will see the baby back bitches collapse and just give up and they don't care. And you won't see them playing like the high intensity they have been playing. So I think it could get actually worse for Kevin Durant going forward. Yeah, the only way it won't get worse is if he continues to get to the free throw line uh, every time Jesus. a guy farts on his thigh. That was the that most was- one of the most physical uh, first-round games I've ever seen played. And, and the refs... Uh, let, they were terrible, inconsistently terrible, mm-hmm. except for Kevin Durant. Anytime you like, anytime anybody went to the lane, they were getting hit multiple times, except for Durant. He didn't even get to the basket. He did his little silly pull-ups, and anybody got in his airspace, and they blew a whistle. It was getting a little bit ridiculous. Uh, I know why. I did some heavy research on this, why Kevin Durant was getting all the calls. Uh, I think it was around the second quarter I noticed this figure on the sidelines, a big fella, or woman, rather, and it was Kevin Durant's mother just bitching at the refs nonstop. You want her on? You want her yelling at you all game? No, no, no. You can do whatever she wants. If you touch my baby boy, you call foul. Got it, ma'am. You got it. And there was that little, that tiny little white ref with the fucking whiffle haircut like standing yeah. she's like towering over him yelling she's at him huge she was in that big camo fucking duster coat too uh-huh. yeah that's uh-huh. yeah, a fair point they, yeah. she was definitely making some influence on the game uh but 20 20 free throws for kevin durant 20 and he that's missed fucking... two big ones in a, yeah. in a real crucial stretch that kind of tells you what his mentality was but no i just think if the Nets don't make adjustments and don't run him off, you know, don't give him some Seth Curry, Reggie Miller sets where he can just come off a pick and shoot. Forget yeah. it. The Celtics yeah. can clamp down on this guy. They can continue it. He's going to, they're going to have to change things up if they're looking for 30 or 40 points from him. And that's what they're going to need. And they're going to need it from your boy, Kyrie, who went, my com- boy, this is, I'm not bill completely into his fucking turtle shell Toot toot on that too. I thought I said, 
my prediction was he was going to shut up, quiet down as the garden got louder. And that was going to affect his play and he would just be a non-factor. And that's basically what happened. He was that nothing. place was fucking loud last night too. <laughs> they were on him. I mean, they were on him and by all accounts, they held it together. No obscene two profanity. Points, two points in the fourth quarter, Kyrie. Yeah. And missed some big shots. 10 points overall. <laughs> He was just an absolute non-factor. Had a huge turnover um, on Tatum. Tatum forced a huge turnover on him, just dribbling the yeah. ball. Uh, yeah, absolute putts. And then his post-game preference comes out there and basically, you know, drops a, a jizz shower of compliments all over everybody, a part of the Celtics organization. This guy is a fucking fraud, just a whack job fraud. Anybody that says they can believe him or just like him is insane. This guy sucks. Uh-huh. The also other thing, I don't know if you noticed it. I don't know if they showed it on the TNT broadcast, but we were watching it locally here. Uh, he went out and went into the tunnel. He had to eat, obviously, it's oh, Ramadan, yeah. so, so he's fasting. So there's a, they're giving him that excuse saying, you know, maybe he's fatigued because he he's not eating right now and all that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that was made – a lot of people kind of pointed that out. He's eating banana on the bench there, 732 sunset in Boston. There, yeah. He was able to have a banana. I think Barkley said, I, you know, I, I can't be a part of any religion that doesn't let me eat. So <laughs> I wouldn't be able to be a part of that either. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not the excuse because two days before he dropped 39 and he was fasting then too. No, That's it what was... I don't understand. That's like people are like – when he's doing great, I'll look at him go. And then when he's doing bad – Oh, it's Ramada, you know, he's probably fasting, he's not eating, he's fatigued, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, just give the credit where the credit's due. The Celtics locked him up, shut him down. The crowd was all over him again. Just give it what it is. You know, that's what it was last night. Yeah, Marcus Smart was on a mission against him, too. You got that defensive With player that of the year robe. Award. Did you see that robe he walked in? <laughs> yeah, oh, what a tool, baby. but still, uh, he How locked him up, and Kyrie didn't come to play. Didn't come to no. play. Uh-uh. Kevin Durant said it after uh, game one, you know, uh, Kyrie's a moody guy. Sometimes in his, he's in, in, you know, last night he was in a, uh, uh, I don't feel like playing mood. So good for you. Good for you, Nets. Let's see. And this is, this is what it's going to take now. Uh, Celtics are up 2 0. Their defense locked in. They gave up 65 points in the first half. And then they gave up 42 points in the second half, 17 in the fourth. Just an absolute dominant performance in the fourth quarter. Durant and Kyrie are going to have to average 30 plus points in four of the next five games. And the Nets are going to have to play as good a defense as they played in the first quarter for four games. I just don't Wait. see it happening. Wait, Ben Simmons is coming back game four. All their offensive problems will be solved now. Oh yeah. All, all of the Nets oh. problems are solved. The savior has come. Uh, I'm, I'm still not holding my breath. This play. He's got he, he's got an open court case against the Sixers for 19 million. Yeah, for back issues that he's getting all these epidurals and shit. So yeah, he's gonna milk this as best as he can. He ought to get paid. Yeah, I don't know. He, even if he comes back, what do, I don't. He can't. If he comes back in Game Four, yeah, I, he's never played with any of these guys. There's no chemistry. He like he's just started. Year. He's just started playing four on four. Do you think he knows like what Kevin Durant wants to do? Yeah, you can look at film, but. He doesn't know where to fucking go on the court. He doesn't yeah, know and that's like, the other thing. You know? People, you know, offensively, I've heard some guys talk about, you know, you know, what's the biggest problem in the Nets offense? Well, they don't have a point guard to run the ship. How is he going to – he doesn't know what to do. And their <laughs> offense is basically give the ball to Kyrie or KD and get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. So I don't understand, like, how this – like, when Bill said that text to him, like, who fucking cares if he comes back? He ain't going to do shit. Even defensively, the level, like, the intensity that this series is at – for a guy to come in after not playing for 10 months and think that you're just going to sit in there and lock up Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, who are two of the best players in the league right now. Are you nope. fucking high? Get out of here. The last time we saw you, you refused to dunk because you didn't want to go to the free throw line. You coward. I would follow him immediately. The first time he walks on the court, oh, just yeah. put him I, on I, the I line, on watch yeah. him melt. Whoever's at the end of the bench, put him in there just to uh, intentionally foul him, just to put him on there. Yeah. Just get in the it. bonus within the first 30 seconds and do nothing but foul Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, who's the tall guy on the end of the bench for the Celtics? Cornette. Cornette. Yeah. Get in there, you lanky bitch. Go just hack this guy and put him on the line. <laughs> Done. Done. Uh, what does it say about the bigger question that we've been asking for a while here in the Celtics turnaround? Have they finally figured it out? Have they solidified this final test of being able to perform in 
clutch time, crunch time moments, deliver a win instead of collapsing and losing their composure when it matters most. Did, did these two late game wins and comebacks against, you know, the top player in the world um, solidify that for you? Or is there still more to be seen? Uh, the last two games, I, all I kept thinking about was that text you sent us about the five and 31 in late games with the Celtics in the fourth quarter and they're pulling it out. I mean, they're actually, I mean, that's a check mark for them. That's a, that's a win column for them right there. So that's a, one of the biggest factors they had all seasons. They couldn't close out games. You know, in the fourth quarter, the pressure got hot. They would just melt They're They fucking put the pedal to the metal and two in a row, you know, against one of the best teams in the East, even though they're the seven seed, like you said, they were the best team in the East going when Katie and Kyrie were hot early on. So I think this is a, one of those things where I think they have made that next leap up. I think they've made a leap. I won't give them the whole leap. Here's why. And I, and I was saying I had a lot of no, 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 yes moments last night in the final four to eight minutes of that fourth quarter. I don't like how stagnant their offense got still. They look, they hit the shots, but the perfect example of what I'm talking about is Marcus Smart mesmerized by his left hand after he banked it in a weird angle. I did that the first time I jerked off too. I was mesmerized by Gave <laughs> of the stranger. Uh, I just, I don't like how, where that offense went. Look, they hit the shots and maybe that's part of the evolution. Your big time players at big time shots, but it's not like they were moving the ball and getting layups. They were making tough shots to close out that fourth quarter. So I'd like to see them kind of stick to their offense a little bit longer in a, in a fourth quarter tight game. But if you're making the shots and you're getting the wins, you know, winning cures all right. So, you know, until that those shots don't go in, I guess I can't complain too much. Yeah, I guess we can't because this is awesome. Yeah, I was this. Someone on Sports Hub was saying it was the second loudest they've Boston event they've ever been to, only to the Eastern Conference Finals Bruins Lightning, um, yeah. which got loud. So, and they were rocking. They were rocking. That place was fucking loud. You could hear it on the telecast. You know, that wasn't piped in. That was legit crowd energy noise everything it was insane. i mean fun team to root for man most of the other they play hard defense they is all we asked for last year when we shit on them so bad for how bad of a season it wasn't that they, they were losing it was that they quit and now there's no quit in this team they dig it out and they got talent and they they're i mean they should have as good a chance as any to to win the championship what did, what did bill text their third right now uh odds to win Third, yeah. Phoenix is one, Golden State's two, and we're third. Yeah. I mean, if they don't come out of the East, show me what it looks like, but they, I mean, they should be pushing to come out of the East. Eastern Conference Finals pushing to come out of the East for sure. Uh, but let's get through the Nets first. All right, Raymond. Uh, great win. Quote unquote, Queens big boy win. <sighs> Fucking hey, let's keep it going, baby. I'm all green teamed out right now. This is awesome. No shit. Total swing. But let me know when you eat that cookie, by the way. Well, you got to make it first. <laughs> okay. I, let me get my Marcus Smart on. All right. Uh, let's, uh, we're going to wrap this up. We'll have an instant reaction here. These guys are watching the game, so we'll try and buzz through. Until then, uh, headlines with the obvious one. Uh, thank you, Richard. Marcus Smart won the award for Defensive Player of the Year. First time since 95 when the glove won it too. Kyrie is a cunt and was fined 50,000 clams for being a cunt. Cunt, 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 cunt. The Red Sox won two and are first in the East. They may blow out Whitlock's arm, but at least they're a 500 team. Bill, shut up. The Bruins can't score on the power play, boo. But they clinched the playoffs and they beat the Blues. With only five left, can they pass the lightning and avoid the hurricanes in round one of the playoffs? This has been headlines with the obvious one. That was terrible. 
Thank uh, you. <laughs> good effort. Good effort. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Obviously, the uh, birthday song for uh, yours truly. Appreciate it. Uh, Red Sox keeping it close. Uh, 2-1 win over the Blue Jays on Tuesday. Evaldi went four and two-thirds with six Ks, one and run, uh, a walk, and 100 pitches. 100 pitches in four innings. Oh, God, that's brutal. Uh, they, they Whitlock with the I watched save. that game. They're fouling off everything. Like, everything right around the plate. Fastball, foul. foul. I'm like, God damn it. Well, uh, get better stuff. Get it past him. Uh, right to your point on Whitlock, Bill, he's on pace for 175 innings out of the bullpen. Here's the record for bullpen innings. Came from 1974. Mike Marshall, 208 innings. Bill, do you know who that is? Yeah. <laughs> Bill, anyone? No. Uh, you, got him, you got him in his upper deck pack at Christmas. On, uh <laughs> No, those tops. Uh, Hubbard uh, deck wasn't uh, around then. Sorry, my apologies. Uh, 2021, last year's the uh, inning leader out of the bullpen was Ryan Yarbrough. And here's a little fun fact. Yeah, he was uh, an behind, opener. Behind him, Garrett Richards with 137, who split his time as a starter. So 175 certainly is pushing the limit for uh, today's baseball. I'll just let you finish your thought on the uh, Garrett, Whitl- Garrett Whitlock, uh, Bill. I just think you're that's overused. So you have a... If, if you keep him to his pace, you're looking at what 61, 62 appearances roughly for 175 innings. That's overuse, right? You're, you look at guys that pitch every five days, the Max Scherzers of the world who pitched seven innings last night, Tuesday night. Um, you know, those guys get 200 innings in 31 appearances, 32 starts, 33, r- roughly right around there, depending on how they go. I mean, to ask a reliever to get roughly starter innings, out of the bullpen and, and that shorter few appearances. I mean, I know, I know in the old days you threw out, you know, as much as you can. I mean, Noel Ryan once threw 239 pitches in a complete game, turn around three days later and threw another complete game with like 130 pitchers. I mean, back in the day you could do that. Now you can't, they're bigger, stronger. You're blowing out your arms more. So figure out a role with him. I, I personally, right now, I, I like him in that, you know, two to three inning role. Cause I don't trust Waka. I don't trust Nick Pavetta and I don't trust, um, Rich Hill right now. I, I think pairing him with Rich Hill gives you that, you know, those same appearances as Rich Hill. It keeps him on that. And then you could build in maybe his bullpen day. So you're still running him out every, you know, three days. But, it, you know, kind of what you did last night. But I don't want to see him go close out a game. You saw him go out two, two games last week. He pitched three innings, close out the game. Like, figure out a role there, right? Yep. I, I would rather see him as a starter, honestly. I think you have the biggest need there at starting pitching right now. But stop trying to figure it out in this early in the season and start pl- stop playing these games like it's playoffs. According to Cora, I don't want to see this kid blow his arm out again. He's coming off Tommy John surgery. I know he's a fucking weapon, but <laughs> excuse me, you need to figure it out. Yeah. The only thing I'll say about the playing it like it's playoffs, I, I I don't hate it. You can't do it all year, obviously, but you're you're walking into a stretch. Uh, we got uh, a lot of division games here, 17 games in a row. Uh, you haven't won an opener in a series all season long. You finally did it um, in a game that, you know, would have been a brutal, brutal one to drop. So I hear what you're saying. You can't continue that, but it is early. They can back him off and, and clean up that projection of innings. So uh, we'll see where they land. I like him in that spot too. It, the way that baseball is right now, like you kind of need that two, three inning guy. He's more look- important in that role, but. Yeah, but I'm just go ahead, Ray. I'm just trying. I, to... I was just gonna say, doesn't it look good for the Red Sox only having three hits and winning that two to one game? Like, is that like, oh shit, we don't have to rely on our bats all the time too? No, it was a freezing cold night in Fenway with wind. I mean, uh, right? It, no, like I don't put like I get it. The bullpen pitched great. I mean, you have a couple nice weapons out there, but again, Garrett Whitlock shouldn't be your closer. You should have went to Jake yeah. Deckman in nine. But there's there's questions there. Good, good. But like the Red Sox, but Robles, you can save Robles for the ninth. Yeah, you, exactly. You, like you said, Bo- you gotta you just gotta start having faith in some more guys. And if you drop one because of it, then you'll learn that you can't trust them. And uh, I don't know. Here's an idea: go find one diamond in the rough. I am. I thought that was your your whole thing. Go get a night. Go get a guy. Stray, Strom guy. Some luscious locks when he comes out of the bullpen. I, I fuck, he just throws ninety five out of the left side. Team. Dude. No, like I, you know. Oh wow! All right, you don't put relievers on your fancy team. Oh, you fucking closers, you fucking right? idiot! Jesus, idiot. learn how to fucking play. Come Sorry. on. Speaking closers of luscious locks, uh, quick afternoon delight. We'll get to the Bruins. Guy rockets in flight. Woo! Afternoon delight. Whoop. You guys have it, I think. Huh. Afternoon delight. 
I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. Coach K at the game. What do you say? Coach K is at the Celtics game. I thought you said cocaine. Yeah, yeah. At the game. Uh, That's why I heard him. Well, that. you know, I know what I knew what that wasn't what he said when he went, uh, like a disgust. Oh, true. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, you can't do that shit anymore. People are dying. They lace it with fucking like fentanyl and you have these heart attacks. No, thanks. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, Bruins stay solid. Uh, they get the win over the uh, Blues and uh, Ray Stradamus doesn't do hockey, but he says they also got the win over the Penguins. Let's say that they did. That's uh, a yeah. Thursday night game. Right on. Yep. Good. Good job, Bees. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Rich Stradamus says that they still didn't score on the power play. Uh, 0 for 27 as of Wednesday, 0 for 2 against the Blues since Pasternak went out. They have not scored on the power play. That's a problem. It took Jake DeBrusque on a pretty nice assist to uh, McAvoy with a better shot to win that one in St. Louis. Um, it's Jake DeBrusque, man, huh? Fuck off, Bill. Ray, your thoughts on the Bruins? <laughs> It finally came true. Yes, uh, it's, it's a good it's a good thing you clinch the playoffs and you beat a hot Blues team. I think they had a nine game winning streak, so that's always a plus in the right direction for you. Yeah, we haven't been putting the uh, power play up there, but hey, whatever. I mean, you, you you it's playoff time. You know, just get hot at the right time now. Do you think? How, what, what's your feeling on this club going to the playoffs, Bill? Should they? I mean, they're as of Wednesday, they're a point behind Tampa. Right now, they're slotted to play the Hurricanes. Are you still of the mind that Toronto is a better matchup for them because of the history, the gameplay, and the way the Hurricanes have fucking destroyed the Bruins this regular season? And is there a chance with now four games left? We don't know what they get, did against the, against the Penguins, but can they catch uh, Tampa? And they should should they be trying? Uh, I've said it once, and I'll say it again. I don't sacrifice. I don't sacrifice health for seeding. Get healthy. Keep Lindholm. Keep Pasnak out until they until they're healthy. <clears throat> I mean, ideally, you want to play that Toronto. I think Toronto's a better matchup, even though Austin Matthews has got, you know, he's a 50-goal scorer. But Carolina has owned you, owned you this year. I, I think you've been outscored 34-4 to four in you, whatever. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but can you afford um, – Lindholm's a new player with this team. Pasnak's been out a while. Can you afford to let them get their legs underneath you against a team like the Hurricanes? Won't you just be fucking out before this, by, by the time they can mm-hmm. – like, don't they need a couple warm-ups? Yeah, I mean, if you – I'd keep – you know, one game, two games left. I mean, what do you get? Six left, five left, right around there. If you're, I don't know the exact number. As of Friday so. right now, you're sitting at only, think only four, four or five left games. So, left, so. you hope to get him in maybe the last game, just get his feet wet, get their feet wet, but they are skating. You know, Pasnak is the most crucial. You know, I think he's your best f- scoring threat on any any line that he's on, including obviously the, the impact on the power play. But, <clears throat> excuse me, he's a guy. I, I want to, with his history in the playoffs of battling injuries, I want him coming back 100% healthy. Lindholm, I think he's a good, you know, he's a veteran. He's played on a line with Charlie, on uh, um, a pair with Charlie McAvoy. I, I think you can, you know, I think you'll integrate him fine back into the playoffs with the limited games. You know, I'm not so worried about him. I, it's you know, better. I think- it's easier for a defenseman to come in and 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 play that role, especially for him who's. Not and you got a Norris at home guy, but he's guy next to you. It's yeah, it makes it a lot easier. So yeah, you I mean, got a selkie guy. They're gonna have some uh, runs. Best players, still. Martian. Yeah, you um, have bigger. You have bigger problems in your goalie situation with uh, Olmark out, which I, I it's incredible at this point in the season. I'm saying this, but Olmark injury definitely hurt the momentum that he had. Thankfully, Jeremy Swimman back to back starts, but good solid performances. Um, you know, but you need to figure out that situation. That's your biggest situation going into the playoffs. That's your biggest question mark is you need a number one goalie. I don't, I'm not into the mind of rotating goalies in these games. So figure out who is. And at one point in time, we all wanted all Mark. Now it's like, shit is Swayman, you know, well, the only the silver lining on that is if Swayman, you know, has been forced back into this role and gets hot and you're going to ride him in the playoffs anyway, you know, technically you don't even really need a backup. So Especially if you had a white knight kid. that just retired that you might be able to lure out of retirement. Don't, to come into the uh, all right. All right. I'm not going to mute you, but you earned it. Um, we'll be right back with simplest minds of the week. Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. It was too good. Bill. It was too good. Bill. It was too good. Rask is what he was saying. He was desperate for the butthole tattoo. 
God, this would be the fucking year that they win the Stanley Cup the year he retires. And I told you, I would say it's so hard. I told you, motherfuckers, they'll never win a cup with Tugarask. Ray will get a butthole tattoo of Tugarask if they win it without him. Yep, I will. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Come on, bees. Oh, oh, let's go, Bruins. You heard it. Mark it down. uh, 728. Way to keep up, Bill. Uh, Devon Smith. Devon Smith. I don't know. Cut by the uh, Pittsburgh Maulers of the USFL. Uh, for uh, ordering pizza. That's the headline. The story on this is a little bit more complicated and a little bit less funny, so I'm not going to get totally into it. But basically, he went in and asked for pizza, and they were serving chicken salad, and they cut him. Yeah, well, a coach ordered pizza, right? So a coach came in and he's like, can I get a piece of pizza? And he's like, no. He's like, okay, something like that. It, this is the most ridiculous thing. Like, this is the definition of the simplest mind Some, of the week. Someone Who gets to- cut? This is like Ray getting fired for ordering, like, chicken fingers instead of salads that maybe, you know, we're on a weight loss kick. And this Well, that's actually a good deterrent. If his employer is listening, maybe you should start putting that in place because we want him to live a long time. So maybe once in a while. Nah. Slip in a, Thursdays, Thursdays, just salad Thursdays. The pizza Thursdays, you idiots. Come My bad. <laughs> pizza Monday, you eat Tuesday, pizza Thursday. Every Thursday. No, it's pizza at work every Thursday at lunch. And you eat pizza. Every it's Thursday? a real thing, isn't it? I don't eat pizza. I don't eat pizza. I don't eat their lunch. If you walked in and asked for, they had pizza, and you asked for a cheek, a, a cheesesteak, and they fired you over it. <laughs> Lawyer up, baby. Lawyer the fuck up. <laughs> New Hampshire's in an New Hampshire is an at will employment state, so they don't really necessarily need a reason, bud. Bye bye. Fuck your cheesesteak. Toodaloo, motherfucker. This has been the Silver Mind Sports Show. Friday rewind, April twenty second. We'll see you on Tuesday. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hey, on a percentage of hours per day, well, how often do you think you wear gym shorts? Like five. Really? I a percent home. of your day? Oh, no. Five so hours? Hold on. Let, let's break this down. Right? There are 24 hours in a day. Okay. So I wear underwear to bed. So that's eight hours. And then I wear work clothes for another eight. So there's 16. Good math. Thank you. What's so left? What's 24 so minus 16? That's eight, but I think it's not eight hours. It's definitely not eight. It's probably like five hours. I wear. Okay, okay. I can't do the underwear to bed. Nothing at all. <laughs> Just let it all hang right out. I don't give a shit. It's the only way to sleep. It's a men's yeah. sleep, Ray. I go. Well, be- what, I go back. What do you forth. have, kids? Bill, it's kind of weird that they sneak in bed and your little dog's hanging out. You know. I locked the door. <laughs> hey, uh, is I naked right did next? Did I send to that to you guys? The uh, the. Uh, Twitter thing that had the penis size ranked in the in the world. You said it's, uh, the other chat that. Oh, okay, well, Bill, uh, just a, just a congrats to you guys and to us in America. Uh, top sixty, baby, 59th. <sighs> We're not Cambodia. Uh, can last. you just can you tell the listeners who the top three was though? No, nah, we're gonna get the show started. Uh, <laughs> it was the French. Oh wait, 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 Ray wait, tries wait. to take credit for that. Hey, happy birthday! Wait, Richard. it's the happy- French. Yeah, the French. You're yeah. French Canadian. They have really. Yeah, I'm mic- French. Mic- I'm, I'm French dicks. and French Canadian. Micro dicks. Yeah, Canadians. I think landed under America. So yeah, yeah. They- micro penises. You know, and you ever like it's when the girls have really big clits. They kind of look like a mini penis. That's what your dick looks like. Is that like can- Cambodian sub four, which is yeah. It's a- they're also sub five feet tall anyway. So, I mean, the fucking dick fits the average size of their body. Good call, Bill. Bill with the math always coming through. Uh, right. Thank you for the, uh, Cheers, for the birthday, uh, birthday Richard. wishes. I already gave you mine. Yeah, no, no. Bill gave me the you, one. You only word. get one. You only one, get one. one. <laughs> birth. Every three years, you complete the, you know, happy birth. Birth. Day. day. So tomorrow, I gave next you year. Congratulations the other day. That was good enough. I'll look forward to the day. 
Uh, all right, let's get this. Let's get the show started. The Civil Mind Sports Show, where we talk New England sports and the uh, the latest and the greatest going on. Lot. Of- 